Hi guys, um, popcorn bloody junkies in Not lockdown. We haven't been to the cinema in absolutely ages. In fact, oh, the last film we reviewed, too long, wasn't it? Last one we reviewed was uh, The Hunt, Me and Nanny Die. But she's gone, she's been hunted, she's been found and she's been eaten. Um, so we decided we would review, watch and review The Platform, which is the new sci-fi thriller it's described as on uh, Netflix, which is a Spanish film. I suggested to Maddie, I saw this first, and then I said to Maddie, you must watch this. Oh no, I was just in my room and I was like, oh yeah, I need to watch Platform. And then I looked at the time and it was about 2.30. And I was like, morning. and then I watched the trailer and I was like, uh, I'm good. <laughs> so I watched <laughs> Trolls instead. So it's called The Platform in English, but in Spanish it's called The Hole. Oh. Which is kind of curious, isn't it? Because I, I wonder what that emphasis... Which makes more sense because they keep calling it the whole in the film. Yeah, absolutely. Why have we, why, why have we made it plot? Well, it's curious, isn't it? I, I always find it fascinating the way in which films are translated and why they go for different words. So I don't know any of the filmmaking personnel behind it. All I'd heard about it was that it was going to be a sort of uh, fascinating, gory exploration of sort of people in a strange prison. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what I was going to watch. No. Because I did, I did properly see the trailer, I just saw the Oh, Netflix that's right, me kicking like, what your mum did. Um, I would say from the outset, if you're at all prone to finding anything gory too much, avoid, avoid, <laughs> avoid. There's cannibalism in it, there's sex, there's people pooing on people. So yeah, so the concept is that, and I, I felt the film was modelled in parts. I didn't think it was a perfect film. No. Because I never really got to grips with why anyone was there. Yeah, me neither. And that bugged me for a while. Did it mm. bug you? Yeah, it really bugged me. And Especially the main guy. Yeah. And the reason why he brought a book. Yeah, he brought a book, whereas other people would bring a dog. Yeah, one woman brought a dog. And why they're paired up. So, so what happens is, we see in flashback that he's actually gone to this place to go in there. I, I thought it was like a prison, yeah, he a punishment. He voluntarily goes there, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, which I think a lot, some of the old man was, about. Yes, he was, wasn't he? So like, why would you want to come in here? So I can understand that. But I thought that. that he went in there to quit smoking. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. The thing for me was quite quickly, I was trying to be really literal with everything. So I was thinking, okay, so why are they in a prison? Okay, I get that it goes all the way up and I get that it goes all the way down. And I know that they've got food going up and down. But I could never work out why he was there. Because there's a whole scene of him filling out a form mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, almost like signing in almost to a hotel. Yeah. The grimmest hotel in the world. Yeah. Um, and then yet with the other people in there, they felt like inmates. So it yeah. felt like a prison. Yeah. And they were all a bit mad. Oh yeah, I'm you not know. surprised. Well, not surprisingly, yeah, because you never knew how long they'd been in there. And there was a suggestion- Well, they were in a month, each, they were put on each level for a month. That's they? right, that's right. But I, I never found it clear as to how long some of them would be there for. No, exactly, in, in total, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so you never knew whether you were there for three months, six months. For, yeah, exactly. So you've got these floors, and then the defining element of what makes these floors, floors more punishing, if you like, or less punishing, is that the closer you are to the top, a restaurant at full tilt at the top floor mm -hmm. is making this beautiful food yeah. to go on the platform that descends through all of these cells. Mm. And the onus of the, of the sort of the, the the function of this is that as the food goes down, the couples on each floor, two inmates on each floor, should eat their fill for a certain amount yeah. of time. And theoretically, if everyone and if you kept any food on your level, you would they would either burn or freeze you to death. That's right. That's right. So you couldn't store anything. You had to eat when the platform was there in front of you. And theoretically, if you just ate what was your lot, it would feed everyone going mm. all the way down. Yeah. But what we learned quite quickly was, 
that the people at the top would eat far more. Greedy as hell. Yeah. And when you started to realise that there was a sort of inequity and an unequal sort of distribution mm. of, of food, I thought then the film, I started to embrace the film more metaphorically. It became yeah. sort of a bit yeah, like a Yeah, it was that whole thing as well. For like, uh, at one point, at like the start of the film, um, the old man that the main guy is first... Yeah, so played by Zorian Egilior. Egil really he was good. great, yeah, wasn't he? Really good. Uh, but there was a bit where after he'd finished eating, the platform started going down, he like spat his food out. I know! And then he goes, why'd you do that? He's like, because they're below us. And he goes, yeah, but they might be above us next month. And he goes, yeah, bastards. I know. But it's like, I like that whole thing of like, yeah, those people at the top are like, higher in the, like up in the hierarchy. Yeah. But next month they'll probably be at the Yeah, 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 yeah. Rate. It doesn't matter. So it was the great equaliser as well. So, I mean, yeah, so w where we find ourselves at the beginning of the film is with our main character, Goring, played by Ivan Masagay. Mm. Remarkable actor. Yeah. I've never seen him in anything. No. All he's... held very much in close-up. Mm. He's as bemused as we are with yeah. what the hell's going on, trying to read the situation. He's really good in that first bit when um, somebody's jumped or being pushed out of, like through the hole. Yeah. And the oh body hits God. the platform and the blood Oh my God, and it's splats. He's really good in that. And so he finds himself, Goring, the main guy, selling up basically and as his cellmate is Zorian Egilior that's the actor and this guy was probably it was almost like they designed every single Bond villain yeah in the history of Bond villains yeah and rammed them into his head yeah at the start I felt like he was kind of trust like not trustworthy yes but he felt kind of safe at yeah. the beginning yeah. I was like he, okay he's not somebody that's gonna be like because he's old you know yeah. I'd assumed that he was gonna be a bit gross a bit horrible but yeah. like not gonna be a threat but like oh my god he changed so much he did didn't he and at one point I actually kind of was like oh like they they're going to get along and he'll die and be really sad. Well, because they had, because, yeah, our main character, Goreng, had taken in, you're allowed to take one thing in with you. Yeah, it's almost book. like, um, it's a bit like I'm a celebrity, isn't it, in the jungle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he took a book. What did, sorry, what did the old guy? A uh, knife. Oh, a knife. <laughs> the Jeez. knife he'd seen on the television. For that's that right. Oh, God, that's right. Well, I remember. But, yeah, there were little montages, there were little montages of time ticking away and then reading yeah. to each other. Yeah, I liked the reference. And then there's this facility where suddenly in, in this air or, they drug them all, gas. Yeah, so that they can move them to a yeah. different platform. And so we won't give away too, we won't give away every twist and turn, but suffice it to say, it doesn't end well between <laughs> old composite of every Bond villain guy and Goring. But yeah. Goring continues him on to another floor. Yeah. And then on the next floor, so again, there's no sense of progress. You don't go consistently up, you don't go consistently no, down. So I can't remember it. where they started. So if this is sounding strange, it's because it is bloody strange. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. You, you might not have read it, but there's Dante's Inferno, which is that oh, yeah. remarkable classic. Oh, it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that classic poem of the descent into hell. Yeah, I really like that. I love all that, which is what my film The Masseuse was kind of about. That yeah, whole sort yeah. of the river sticks and going down. I'd and say I probably money. belong in the one where you stuff your face. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Galoop. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff your face. What with chips? Yeah, yeah chips in hell. Actually, um, this was a bit like, what is it called? Gluttony? Yeah, gluttony. Is that the word? Gluttony, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I felt like that's this true. was quite like that level. It was like that, wasn't it? Because remember that that's the level of hell where they're all like, just yeah. to swim through their own... Any ideas? Yuck and filth and Well, that's food. true. And, and there were moments in this, which we'll, we'll get to, where your own effluence and all that kind of stuff was being mixed in with the food and everything. So yeah. you're, you're right. It, it, I mean, you can't help. As soon as you've got something going all the way up, yeah. you can't help but think of the heavens. And as soon as things go all the way down, you can't help but infer that there's a sort of hellish, yeah. hellish bottom. 
Um, and I kept trying to read things into the numbers. So at some point in the film, I mean, I'm jumping around a bit here. There is a point in the film where they go down to an even lower level and it's floor 333. And I was the thinking, last yeah, the last room. And I was thinking, oh, could that be halfway to hell? Because 666, why would they have chosen 333? All that kind of stuff. Um, so our main character, Garen, moves from floor to floor to floor. We uh, politely lose Bond villain guy in a curious manner. Politely. Politely. Um, and yeah, because I want to talk about the, with the woman who's looking for her child. Yeah, so where did she... Who kind of falls in love with, doesn't she? Yeah, so there's this kind of crazed sort of imp-like... She reminded me of Bjork. Yeah, she's like a psycho Bjork. She's beautiful, though. But she managed to move between floors. But she just sat on because she, she just killed, sat. Because she killed her every time she would wake up in a new yeah. level. She would kill whoever she was in there with, which allowed... Apparently, if that happens, you're allowed to That's move. right. Levels yeah, curious like kind of bylaw. Yeah, so she was she would sit on the platform, yeah. the food, um, looking for her child because she right. lost her child. And so we, he moves through various sort of cellmates and inmates that he's in in various cells with. But there's one particular chap, played by Emilio Boyle Coca, who was Baharat. Oh God, I loved him. He was lovely, <laughs> and sadly, this is the man who gets pooed in the face. Yeah. Um, but there was something very trusting and very. Mm desperate that he wanted to get out and and so so in a sense Goring and Baharat they, they sort of they couple up together don't yeah. they as a double act and they and decide to well they hit upon quite a good plan yeah well because they originally they were going to go all the way down and yes. make sure that all the people like halfway top like yes the top half don't get um food yeah because they've been getting loads of food yeah and that they were going to stay on the platform and then feed everybody below that. We'll ensure that everyone beneath. Make sure that everybody ate. Yeah. Um, they ended up killing a lot of people. A lot of people. Because <laughs> people are greedy. Yeah. And I mean, I thought that's what this film was about, wasn't greed, it? Yeah. It was about greed, and it was about. So they used this very elaborate sort of device, and essentially, Baharat and Goring then try to endeavour to go all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. Because they believe that if they get to the bottom, mm. they'll then have to go all the way back up to yeah. the top. And we've and been debating that. And then by that really wise guy in the wheelchair who knew about Oh, God, the, yes. Yeah, to save the panna cotta. That's as right. As a message to give. And why do you think, what, we were just discussing this before we did this review. They, so there was this scene where they're sort of, they're, they're trying to escape. They're trying to get to the top. They're trying to manage the amount of food that everyone else in yeah. there has. Sometimes by killing people because it's yeah. like, you know, we're trying to get out of it. And then this panna cotta, it became quite amusing where they're sort of holding this plate. Yeah, and the character of Baharat is holding it and going, the panna cotta is the message. The yeah. panna cotta is the message. And I thought that for me, that was a suggestion that something so normal and ordinary, like a panna cotta or a dessert, mm. could take on such symbolism if yeah. they could get to the top again and prove to the outside world mm. or whoever's sending the food down that you can escape here. Yeah. That humanity does exist. Yeah. I felt that's what they were kind of clinging to. But it's strange because at the same time they've killed loads of people. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so it was... And what did you make of right at the top, and every now and then you'd cut to these incredibly meticulously shot sequences upstairs, which were in a restaurant, a Michelin-starred restaurant. Mm. And they They were really precise because there was the bit with... um... The head chef was frightening. Yeah, when he was shouting at all of them trying to match whose hair was in the panna cotta. Yeah. And so they're. And I couldn't tell if that was before or after everything. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Like that could have been the panacotta. Like, yes. Yeah. And so it was like in this yeah, beautiful yes. restaurant. I'll tell you what, there's a film, you won't have seen it, called The Cook, The Thief, His Wife and a Lover by Peter Greenaway, where it's all about food and it ends actually in cannibalism. So there's kind of a few parallels there. 
Um, but yeah, so there was this sort of, almost this beauty in the food and this sort of precision in getting it right. And then it was destroyed by every, everyone's group. Mm. I mean, I felt the film, by and large, was an enormous metaphor. Yeah. It was an enormous metaphor. This is interesting because usually when, like, I feel like when a film covers greed, it's usually money or drugs. Or, yes. But with this, it was food. Because yeah. people are greedy when they're, I mean, I think people can be more greedy when it comes to food than when I it comes agree. to money. Yeah. So it's and interesting to see a film about Pure greed, greed gluttony, food, yeah, 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 around food. And yet it wasn't just about greed, because what was interesting about it as a kind of test was that on the platform was enough food to feed everyone yeah. if everyone took their allotted amount. Yeah. And it really, I found it quite moving at times and depressing because it was a sort of statement in these viral times mm -hmm. where really we're all having to limit what we have and spread out the wealth a bit more, yeah. that actually the human condition can't do it on those first 10, yeah. the first 10 sort of rows of cells, do you mm. know what I mean? Um, and so the film builds and builds and builds towards an end where it's sort of an escape, you've got all the drama of the escape, there's a lot of gore, mm. there's a lot of innovative ways of killing people, there's a lot of body eating, there's mm. a lot of body a lot horror, of a, lot of, a lot of blood. Um, there's the crazed Bjork-like woman who doesn't last the entire duration either. It's one of those films that you feel if you go back to it and watch it again and again, you're going to see so many layers, yeah. literally layers <laughs> of yeah, levels of meaning to everything. And so it builds and builds and builds. And we are going to have to give you a bit of a spoiler at the end because we're still sitting here trying to rack our brains as to what it actually yeah. meant. On one of the levels, they both get quite badly injured. That's oh, the right. level where he finds her dead. That's right. Um, they both get really badly injured so that they end up getting to the very last Bottom. level and by that point they're like practically dying yeah because they've been stabbed and, all and there's more than 250 levels yeah they found out there's more than 250 levels so they get to level 333 which yeah. is the last halfway one. to hell um and uh it looks like the room's empty and they're yes. like why is there nobody in the cell and then it was it was under one of the beds or something yeah. is the child that the woman the child that the woman was for. yeah what's the name of the main one he ends up calling oh, goring yeah calling off the platform to get him so then baharat bah, yeah uh, gets off too with him and then the platform goes and oh. they're like oh, no yeah but they yeah they end up saying that they think that the child is the message that they need to be that's sending. right so rather than the panna cotta, it was the child. Was now, the do you child. think, having thought about that literally from, from just this discussion, do you think what they're trying to suggest with the child was that there's a purity? If a child can survive this, there's hope. Yeah. A little bit like if a panna cotta can survive this, yeah. there's hope. Yeah, because how would nobody, how could nobody have found her? Yeah, exactly. And maybe the child had survived because the mum was so capable at rushing up and down yeah. and working the system. And, and maybe in a way, what the film was also about was... But she would just stay with the child if she'd found But she had to keep hunting for food because he was so low okay. so low below that she had to go up to get food. Oh, that's true. And I, I wonder whether on a rewatch, we might discover that she was actually kind of like birds in bird boxes, was just getting food and bringing... Yeah. And maybe she kept coming back down to feed him. And in that sense, what the whole thing then becomes is a bit of a riddle mm. on how can you work this system to survive mm. and how you know is there is there any capacity to maintain purity because i thought what was great about goring the actor's performance you felt so because he was there so much of his performance was in close-up you felt all the way through it he was being challenged on what his boundaries of acceptance yeah. and, and, and bad behaviour were, didn't you? Mm. He, he, I mean, that wonderful scene where he was etching the days and eating the book oh, yeah, and, and refusing to want to eat. Yeah. He was, he was doing everything in his power not to kind of almost tip to the dark side yeah. that Mr. 
bloody yeah. Bond villain had told him he's Oh, so yeah, trying not to kill because the woman that he was putting after the old guy, she hung herself, didn't That's she? That's right, yeah. What about when her sausage dog died? Oh my god. Well, Cra that crazy was woman killed Crazy Bjork woman. Dog. Yeah, stringed it. I know. Just left like a spinal column. A sausage dog. Mind you, you take a sausage. Well, there was a funny line on that. Didn't Goring say, he said, of all the dogs to bring oh, yeah, into here, I think a sausage, sausage dog isn't the greatest thing. Yeah. So I found it, although it was muddled at times, and I think although there wasn't, it didn't Yeah, I know really, it's going to be more sausage than it that's is That's it, it's more sausage than dog. There were, it was beautiful. What about the way it was shot on the music? I really like the way it was shot. It was so dark. It was so dark. And the whole set, the set design. Yeah. And I like the, the whole hole and the, the way you could see all the lights. And it must have been CGI, but you didn't feel it CGI no, it at yeah, all, it did it? No, it didn't seem like it No, was. it was very... The only point I felt that was when the little girl was left on the platform and it went and zooming it rushed up. up. I was like, and I, yeah, and as you said earlier, she, she would have died, died of G-force. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't funny. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, well, let's sum it up and give it a score then. Go on, you go for it. It was it was really, really good. And I loved the set. And I, yeah, I didn't feel like it was, there was so much money spent on CGI. It no. didn't feel fake at all. No. I totally believed that they were actually there. And I thought the performances from everyone were really, really good, actually. Yeah, well, it proved that internal struggle can do, yeah. do the job, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I thought yeah. the main guy was brilliant. It was, um, Ivan Massagate. There are times where I was a bit like, that's a bit weak or, you yeah. know, like, I don't really understand that. But it, it kind of worked. I felt like it all kind of- Hung together. Hung together and added to the kind of insanity of it all. Um, <laughs> And yeah, again, it's not for anybody that can't deal with gore and stuff because each time I thought it was quite bad, it kind of got worse. And yeah, like, yeah. It's actually crazy. Yeah. I think it's a really important film, especially around now as well, because mm. I think the virus is showing a lot of people that we have too much. We we have more than we need. need. Yeah, I humans. totally agree. And this film kind of showed you how if everybody just had what they were supposed was... to have, yeah, I totally agree. Everybody would be more likely to, to survive. survive. Um, so I thought I thought it had quite a sad emotional meaning to it, as mm. well as it just being yeah, kind of gory and violent and disgusting. It's not as simple as that. Cause, you know, people like mum would just look at it and be like, Ugh. Yes. it's just killing people and just eating, eating people. people. But it's shitting on people. But there's like deeper meanings to yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. I was, I was surprised by that. And I thought the script was really good. It was quite witty. Mm. It was quite a charming script, I thought. There mm. were like really nice moments, especially between him and the old man, even yes. though the old man ended up trying to eat him. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I, I strangely thought it was quite a charming film, even though it was like yeah. not a film you would say is charming yeah. at all. And after you mentioning the whole 333 being halfway to hell thing, I didn't realise that at all. No, well, that's I mean, halfway just, to hell, what the hell is What the hell, hell is hell? <laughs> oh my um, God. But yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed this and it, it freaked me out a bit, but like in a good way. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think I'd give it 95. Wow. The only reason it's not 100, oh, yeah. I think it's just because of some of the plot hot that I didn't. Plot holes. I wanted a bit more information yeah, yeah, yeah but apart from that i thought it was a really i good think it was a festival and it was a and, and it was a really good length I oh i agree i can sometimes get really uh sort of on the spectrum of it with what the constituent right elements to a perfect film are yeah and i you know as we know joker was one of those films for me but yeah. there needs to be almost a sort of within every single shot and scene and setup mm. a stylistic set of choices have been made that mm. is so strong yeah and I felt this was one of those rare films, and I was surprised to just see it come from Netflix, that virtually every shot was beautifully yeah, considered. Um, was doing far more than just being a shot. Yeah. You know, it was telling you about the space. Yeah, it was like any mood. pointless shot. There weren't any, like, No, absolutely. 
yeah. sake of it. And I think that the, the conceit of this sort of tunnel, hole, platform thing, prison, mm -hmm. was very simple and it was very effective. And it worked in a very sort of beguiling way in that you were sort of, I kept finding myself feeling really hopeful because I thought I yeah. want to be higher up on the floor. And I, could, yeah. I was really successfully imagining myself, what would I do in this situation? Yeah, All the time I was thinking, what would I and do? And I felt with? so much for him, you know, every time you'd wake up after being Absolutely. in a new level, I'm like, oh my God, what is the level? And there was that one point where he blearily eyed, looked at it and he thought it was one floor and then it was another floor. Yeah. It, you're absolutely right. I think it's a film that's got an on point message for now about if we were all just a little less greedy and a little bit more reasonable and thinking of others, we might all get through shit a lot yeah. more successfully. Um, and I also really liked, and I was really pleasantly surprised by this whole sort of Tower of Babel or Descent Down to Hell, Dante's Inferno. It yeah. felt, all that stuff really made it even richer for me. Yeah. To the point that, you know, I sort of almost felt it was the kid in the end a sort of the reverse of the devil, you know, because the devil is only a fallen angel mm. that falls from heaven down to hell. And was this the reverse of that? Was this a sort of the yeah. angel kind of, of heaven, kind of ascending from hell? Mm. Um, and, and I liked sort of details. It reminded me, as I say, of the Peter Greenaway film, The Cook, The Thief, As Wife and a Lover, which was all about food and it was all about body and it was all about greed and opulence and all that mm. kind of stuff. And I just thought it was a really rich film. And going back to your point, it was the perfect length. Yeah, so it came in at a, an hour and a half, tight, tight, tight. This just went for what it was after yeah. and it just did it. And there were a few bits at the edges that were imperfect, but it really it was satisfied as well me. because there was a point where I was thinking, is any of this now real or is he just imagining it? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. was the child actually there? Yes. Did they actually send her as a message or is yeah. it still just on a really low platform? Absolutely. And the whole thing made me feel like I dreamt the whole thing. Yeah. It's like a dream. Yeah, it is a, a bit like a, like a nightmare. A nightmare. So I would probably give it 96 out of 100. Ah. I'd give it one more than you. I thought it was a really yeah. neat piece That's of fun. filmmaking and uh, I really was. enjoyed it. Made me hungry. It would have been good in the cinema. It would have been good in the cinema. Made me very hungry though. Yeah, it made me hungry. Really hungry. It shouldn't because it was yeah. really gross. Yeah, no, I know. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.